Wow friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. So I just got back from a wedding yesterday, David, but it was a one-day turnaround wedding. And I'm curious. Wow. I, the Yeah, the big hullabaloo. Well, first of all, I couldn't miss powwow, right? So that was that was the number one reason why I did it in one day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, above all that, I was sat with all the other guests in the wedding who didn't bring a plus one because this 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 wedding took place in Chicago. It, it took place somewhere that I didn't know anybody, and you know, it's one thing for me to go out of my way and do it, but to bring somebody along, it it didn't it didn't feel right. So I was sent to the the other table. The table where everybody without a guest came along, and we had, we we made well, we did well, we we ate in silence. And was it a just a guestless table or a uh, singles table? I believe I think there were others too that were like me that maybe traveled and just didn't have a plus one. But it wasn't just singles. I did have I did have I did have one married couple there, but they just didn't know anybody else at the wedding. They were the 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 lone couple that just didn't know anybody else, so didn't have right. So it sounds like it was a big wedding. It was it was it was it was around a hundred. It was around a hundred. That's a that's a big wedding. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure, especially in COVID times. It certainly is. But uh, we we were there. I guess it's just by my standards. From I I don't know. I haven't been to enough weddings to I haven't been to a wedding in forever but uh but it was it was interesting the prevailing thought however at the table was oh so you're gonna enjoy are you from here no you're not from here from Arizona how long are you gonna be staying oh my goodness you're only here for one day and you came directly from the airport what a good friend you are and I was I thought that was so such an interesting thought David because to me I would have thought oh that person's cheap but anybody I've talked to has been like oh wow you're a really nice friend so it was really nice to have that validation of like yes yes it, it was it was rather cumbersome certainly especially being on a oh I am so sorry one more thing that I actually probably will bring back up in a bite me at some point so preface to this I don't know what compromise needs to be made because obviously there can't be laws against people having children, but there needs to be some type of, (laughs) there needs to be some type of, of airline mom and dad airline or something that makes it so that if you have babies, you're only allowed to bring your baby on this airline because it's not fair. It's not fair that I have to pay for first class uh, when I don't need to. And then everybody else who has a kid and I'm having two competing babies breathing for air behind me. I get it. Everybody says, once you have a kid, you'll understand. The problem becomes if I never want to have a kid because I don't want to do these types of things, I it just, it's very selfish. I get it. I'm aware of this. I just, I hate it. I just, I hate having to be on a plane with babies. Well, I was going to ask you some questions about the wedding, but I'm worried about running up the clock here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I, I brought so much to the table today. I, I apologize. You really did. I mean, never mind how my week's been. <laughs> But, uh, but did you enjoy the wedding? Did you enjoy the wedding? Because I know we've talked about weddings. We had a whole, ep- a whole episode about weddings uh, once upon a time, way back when. I was considering bringing this up to you for that very reason. Yes, I uh, I did. I did. It was a very happy aura. The DJ sucked. The bread sucked. The cake was underwhelming. But the, the main food, the steak, div- divine. Absolutely divine. And the dancing was mm. hearty. DJ, if you, if you happen to be a pa- uh, powwow fan then uh, we apologize. You're just not Philip's taste. That's all. Loads loads of room to improve as far as flow goes. <laughs> flow does uh, not equivalent to two back-to-back Taylor Swift songs. No, no. 
No. Band or DJ, which one's better? I do think DJ. Um, the only difference would be, of course, if you're friends with Elton John. So you've seen Space Jam, right? Both of them. Yes, I have. You've seen both of them? Yes, you've I seen have. the new one? I have had absolutely no desire to see. I watched the trailer and I was like, nah. It's uh it does not appeal whatsoever. But we are kind of theme theming this episode around Space Jam and the general premise of Space Jam. Not in the sense of Looney Tunes or Michael Jordan, but just the the premise of aliens arriving on Earth and wanting to, I don't know, do bad things. And we have to challenge the aliens to a triathlon of of events, of challenges that we think that we've got the best shot of beating them in. And we have to do so because it's in the rule book, as Bugs Bunny said. Right? Absolutely. There's no room for error. There's no thing. And luckily, since we are the, the prevailing hero of Earth, we get to choose these triathlons and... And I think that I've been able to pick some defining things that only me, only me, I could be the hero that Earth needs to stand up to these, these alien bastards, these redheaded alien bastards, as they probably will be. And we will, we will reign victorious and be able to continue on killing each other instead of worrying about something killing us. Oh, well, I thought they might be green, and that's why I chose green for my microphone today oh very nice i love it yeah nice touch right absolutely i think if i whistle it again we're going <laughs> into that licensing territory Shh. <laughs> it's space jam we're allowed to incorporate like pull from any type of media that's that's my that's my defense here so I'm curious, David, which direction would you care to go in? Would you want to go where one of us lists out all three things that we need to do in order for but just one person and then we go to the next person and tag out? Or do you want to take turns? I yeah, let's keep the integrity of the triathlon in place rather than going back and forth. I think that's the best way to so do it. Do you want to go first? I will absolutely take up the mantle first. So for my first event, I did I did want a self-imposed physical activity. I think that in the in the spirit of Space Jam, there needed to at least be one physical sweat-tastic activity that wasn't just sweat due to perseverance or, or or just nervousness or anything else but actual physical activity so physical activity i chose was pickleball now the strategy that i would use to implement in order to ensure that i have a better chance of winning i don't maintain to think that i'm the best person at pickleball i should take a step back here now that i'm actually thinking about this david are you aware and know what pickleball is you've told me about it and so has our friend david but no, I've never played it or seen it played. So again, I will just explain just for the listeners, and I'm sure I'm, you're not the only person to be unfamiliar with pickleball. Pickleball, I always describe it as the perfect compromise between tennis and ping pong, where it's played outside, but it's on a much smaller court, meaning shorter bursts of cardio are needed. It is taking over the senior citizen market. Uh, people love it. It is it is absolutely a lot of fun, uh, but it's, it's uh, got the distance of a smaller court, but it's still outside. It's perfect. So imagine that. And my strategy would be to make it doubles. 
So meaning I would have a partner and the alien would have a partner. And the reason why I would do that is because I think I'm doubling my chances of one, the aliens also not having any idea. So having them be brought into it is quite nice Two, I could bring on the current pickleball champion of the world. I don't know who that is. I, I really don't. I don't know who the Wayne Gretzky of pickleball is. Is there a pickleball championship of the world? Well, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. If nothing else, I know that there's a senior tour for the pickleball championships because there's that. So no matter what, I will be getting an expert in the field and I think that my above knowledge of being able to of being able to compensate aided along with whoever the pickleball champion is will make it so that we are a better conglomerate than me going one-on-one against a person learning I think the the double experience will overwhelm the ensuing aliens in that event now my next event would be to play them one-on-one in a game we talked about a couple weeks ago, Super Smash Brothers. Now, if you don't know Super Smash Brothers, it's a video game. It's a fighting game. Two characters are on screen in this particular instance. Select the map. We play three games, three stocks or three lives each. First person to kill the other person six times. Or I guess, what would that be? Six, without losing nine. Yeah, without losing six lives, I guess. First person to stay alive and, and not lose six lives wins. So, character I would play in this game against the aliens, Banjo and Kazooie. He's my main. He's my, my number one character. I feel like I can always outsmart the other person using this character. It's a bear with a bird in his backpack. What else do you freaking need to know? I'm going to win in that one too. Although I, I must admit, even though that's how comfortable I feel with Super Smash Bros., I don't necessarily, I I have a little hesitancy on that one, thinking that I can be beaten. It would just cause, it would be, it would, it would be a respectable effort given by me, a respectable effort. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's one that I expected you to bring. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know your proficiency, your expertise in smash is, is paramount and, uh, Top of the line. So yeah, that's that's as expected. Yes. Go on. What's uh, what's uh, what's for this next? last one? I had a couple interesting thoughts on what else to bring. I went as mundane as to editing a podcast to something <laughs> like shaving chest hair. Not all the way, but like I guess what trimming that down. I, there were there were different venues I could have gone, but at my heart, what am I, David? I'm a showman. Not the greatest showman ever. I mean, that would be Hugh Jackman. But I am a showman, so I thought what we will do is something uh, on the lines of America's Got Talent, maybe lip sync contest where there's a production value, especially if the fate of the world's there, David. Of course, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm sure you can get a budget for that if the fate of the world is, you know, yeah. And I, I I want a choir. I don't care if it's a kid's choir. Don't care if it's like the the number one Georgian choir out there. I want a choir backing me up. And then plus I want dancers. Maybe we can in, in employ Bella to be on on the dancing team. Oh, we should. So, former guest Bella, I'm sure. Maybe even Cole. Cole can be a can be in the in the choir because he'll tell you himself he's not a dancer at heart. So we've got we've got guests formerly. We got David Sampson. He could be there and so we got people in. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could be, he could there. be there we'll invite, invite him <laughs> no he could he could be on on stage I and mean, i could act off of him or something i don't know but uh i need uh because it's a showmanship talent competition i would do something from a show a broadway show and it would be a song called don't break the rules from catch me if you can if you have not heard it i advise you to listen to it 
I, I thought about bringing this on as like uh, that slaps as well, duality there. I'm not going to, so it won't be on the list. It may down the line for some reason, but uh, listen to it to fully understand the capabilities, But it, or it, there's a Tony performance of it on YouTube that you can certainly watch. It's it's quite good. There's there's a room for dancing for both myself and for backup dancers to really shine so that I can have that as element of, of cheating to be like, step back and look what they can do while I sing. And then plus I have backup dancers and backup singers to help buoy my performance, but it also gives me a shining moment. I think that that's the trifecta. This has been a paid promotion by Catch Me If You yes, Can. Yes, absolutely. Now showing at your <laughs> local youth theater. I do think that that would be that would be the song of choice so that way I could fully incorporate everything I need to and then all this is to say these specific three venues pickleball super smash bros and singing I think I'm the champion of whenever you combine all three of those together that's the that's the name of the game really it's a triathlon yes you got to be you don't have to be the best at any no, individual no, one no. but over the three you're going to beat these aliens absolutely wow absolutely any final thoughts? Yes, I just have a question. How how much of a chance do you think we stand with me as the current champion of Earth with that? Because you know my proficiencies well, fairly well. I do. I do, with the exception of perhaps pickleball. Yes. But I suppose it's an interesting premise, given that these aliens are, I suppose we're, we're supposing that they are, I don't know, at least will able to learn quickly any of these things. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think your tra- your chances are 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 supreme. I think you've got a real good shot. My maximum worry is that they are somehow more physically endowed than I am, a la multiple mm. tentacles. Right, that would certainly help in pickleball. I don't know if that would help in gaming because then they'd be restricted when they're used to more. So I think that the added physical elements would help determine some bit of my fate there. But that's why I brought in singing because. I don't care what you are, an alien, like that would, unless you're a masked singer, an alien is going to look a little weird singing anything. I mean, what, what, I don't know, what are you going to, is the alien going to go up there and sing Pussycat Dolls Buttons? I mean, what, nobody wants to see that. So I think, I think I'll have a natural home field advantage in one of the three, if not all three already. All right, let's go to your triathlon, David. All right. I actually have four events here, so I'm going to pick... You have to wait on it down to as three. As I go, the th- three... No, it's going to be three. Yeah. It's going to be three. First of all, I got tree climbing. Interesting. Now, I didn't know that I was good at climbing trees until much later in my life when almost adult, like teenage, like 18-year-old friends of mine, we were 18, senior year or something, tried to climb a tree because we were shooting this video and just absolutely could not climb this tree and i was standing there looking at this tree and i'm like i could climb that tree easily and so i did and and i realized oh man i'm i'm really good at climbing trees and maybe that's i i honestly think that's just because i used to climb trees all the time when i was a kid that was what we did we would go out find a tree climb it hang out in the tree I did grow up in Africa, but don't read too much into would, that. Would it? I, my <laughs> one question is because it's like for the world, for the fate of the world. I'm sure that the tree would would elongate longer. It would be quite yeah, it would a have tree, to be like yes. a red vine, yeah. right? So would that a red vine? Oh my god! Would it? Would redwood? Redwood? <laughs> no, I would climb a red vine. Well, you can't climb a, a, a redwood's mostly just stem at the bottom, so that there's 
a trunk rather, not sure. Stem. Well, it had to be something, maybe out of something out of like a natural preservation forest or something, right? Like Yellowstone, maybe like something where there's substantial length to the trees. Anyways, my point was, I know that you're you're probably proficient in smaller trees, getting to the top of those types of trees. Would it scare you looking at like as we go along to like? 20 feet, 30 feet, and no. all that. No, you wouldn't be scared of the height? No, I climbed this huge tree in, in, in the backyard of our house in England when I was like eight, uh, nine, ten years old. And that thing was real tall. It was like, a, I don't know my trees, so spruce, pine? I don't know, it was really yeah. tall. As a side note, nobody <laughs> freaking knows trees, David, and I think one of the first games you brought on. I have a cousin who does know trees. One of the few games so. you brought on that I would just, I absolutely to this day harbor over okay. you. Is when you asked me you about had, types of trees. You compete. You were compete. No, you were competing against a friend, a friend yes. of mine, and you both just had to name types of trees. And That's we, all. I it was fairly I came simple. Up with like we each came and up with it, two, two. Right. Yeah. And if there were more, then it would have gotten long and oh, boring. God. Leave oh, me God. alone. Anyways, I, I apologize. Anyway, so I climbed this tree, and a strategy. I'm. I'm not really sure that. I guess don't look down. Don't look down is my strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real Nike strategy. Never give up. <laughs> right. But fair enough. Just, do, Just it. do it. Just do it. <laughs> I was so this is the, the one that I'm going to cut from the list. It was naming countries of the world and their capitals and also including uh, states of the U.S. and their capitals. But I don't know. Maybe these aliens have superior memory and they can you know, just memorize it real quick. Cause I don't know, like I wouldn't be able to get a hundred percent of it. I can name all the countries, but not all the capitals. I would think that they'd have anyway. some time to be able to train, even in space jam, they had time to train. So uh, that, that could be right. very dangerous. Yes, exactly. Or, or maybe they'll steal the talent of some person who just who knows, <laughs> knows yeah, all of them anyway. All right. So what I'm going with is the accents of the world challenge. Now, this will be accents and impressions. And this, I think I've got a huge edge. I think I'm the guy to do this because while I can't do them all, sure, the ones that I can do, I think accuracy is the most important thing here. So definitely accents and impressions and quality over quantity. That's what I'm going with. And then my final event, got the, the physical one, tree yes, climbing. I've got the whatever accents the skill the yeah, yeah and then this is the passion okay. one not passion so much as uh making pasta matriciana <laughs> so it's a pasta sauce tomato based it's got chili in there not chili as in you know like yes. spice it's spicy and it's got pancetta it's delicious and i've been making this for years now it is my go-to because i eat a lot of pasta because i run a lot and so if there's anything that I can do with my eyes closed and count on it being perfect every time, it's making this pasta sauce from scratch. And then the, the challenge also includes subsequently eating said pasta and then running off the carbs. Oh. So it's like a triathlon within a triathlon. That's fair. That's fair. Like I said with mine, uh, the singing, it wasn't even just singing. It was a performance. So there is a triathlon within right. the option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, are you, are you finished where I can ask questions? Oh, yeah, please. I have two, two qualms about this to where I'm worried for the fate of the world, so I hope that you can, you can oh, yeah. ease my mind. One, I would hope that this is not the exact order that you would put them in. I would, if I was you, I would order them accents first, gain an early edge. It's always good to, to get a lead. Two, sure. 
I would go off of the the run uh, the pasta making slash running. That's what I would do next, and I would put tree climbing right. third. And the reason why is, heaven forbid, heaven forbid that you were to lose one of the first two, or what what have you. Say 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 that you were to put tree climbing first or second. I would worry that you need to physically be in tip-top shape and, heaven forbid, you fall down from a, near a lengthy p- point in that tree, right. you'd be broken. You wouldn't and then be, not be able to continue with the challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd be, I, that's why. That's my number one worry. And then my second worry would be... No, I, I'm with you. That's uh, that's a good point. Yes. I'm totally willing to reorder these ch- these challenges. Absolutely. And my second worry... Your second My point? second worry... Much like how mine was a physical worry for the for the alien, my second worry for yours would actually be metaphysical, where I worry that while you have to, if you're being judged on time for completion as well as quality, I'd worry that you'd be you'd have to make up for for time and quality because an alien can look at something and poop out a, an onion or something. Like it's like, oh, I see David's ingredients. Mm, boom poop it out and then it's like already pre-made and then all they have to do is worry about the running or just it just in imbue the plate so that way they don't actually have to eat it and digest it that's my only worry on that one all right well i mean i could say the same thing about smash bros where maybe the alien can like plug itself into the <gasps> controller it's, it itself and is like a character in the game oh that'd be scary and then it can just like digitally like control everything oh that would be absolutely terrifying maybe it can manipulate the code Wow. cheat cheat by being in the system not beating the so, system but being in the system i think this is a little too meta sure and and we're not playing within the game anymore so let's just say that the alien is relatively humanoid sure. and can't poop out onions or anything like that yes these are just my worries i'm always worried about actually to be quite frank i'm always worried about people pooping out onions that's that's a that's a constant worry of mine <laughs> so uh, i let's not even just put that down to just aliens i don't think that that's meta that's just a personal thing but otherwise i think if i had to rate our chances on an out of a 10 scale with you as our champion with that triathlon you know what out of a 10 scale i'd give it a six and a half I give it a six and a half. Wow, that's lower than I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> I feel really, I feel really good, man. I feel really good about the pasta making and eating. I feel really good. I know that you're gonna get a point there. I really worry. I think that where you would lose a point is the tree climbing because I just think that there's, I think so there's too. a chance I think there, there for there them is to, something there. And then it's a 50-50 shot with I don't know what we're working with on on the the accents how well can they retain it can they just automatically do it i really don't know so i'm banking on no since they only just learned english right sure sure yeah so 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 i think i got a good shot there i do think you're the best person for this triathlon i do feel that but as per the fate of the world it's a little scary it's a little scary david a little scary all right all right (laughs) I got to be honest with you, David. I was about to start us out with with a a metaphorical bite. <laughs> oh, ah! But I think I think we've officially reached it, David. Where it's it's no longer funny. Yeah. I think we finally reached it. I, I was about to do it, and then I thought, you know what? Too much, too much. Let us just get straight to the skivvy, as they would Most say. Most especially for the segments that are not. Bite me. <laughs> Not bite me at all. Bite me, I think we can still do it. We can say it, it's it's found a home. But for the ones that are not, 
let us let us stay away. However, let us be civilized. This is because it is a mini segment right now. Of course, we're going to be doing Would You is our segment of the week this week. David, what is your Would You question this week? Would you take a ridiculous sum of money, all the money you could ever need? Your life is set. You can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. Private jets, yacht, all that. Great. That's a big chunk of money. Yes, money, everything, everything that you want. You're you live a happy life, but there is a snail that will follow you around for the rest of your life. And if it reaches you, you die. You walking down the street, the snail will will always knows where you are and it will follow you. And if you get on a plane and 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 fly to Germany, then the snail will somehow find its way onto a plane or a boat or whatever and it will get to you eventually. Like, you can always stay 20, 30, 50 steps ahead of this snail, but it is always coming after you for the rest of your life, and if it reaches you, you die. I will credit this question to my friend Tom Hersbach. Uh, he wanted a shout-out, so uh, nice that he did come up with this question. Would you take the that life and accept the, the death snail? I just need one clar- clarification, uh, and I think that this is a fair question. Is it that he needs to touch me? He actually needs to make co- physical contact with me, or does he need to just be in like yes, the room? Yes, I suppose. Okay, because that because I th- yeah 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 because I think that that matters a lot because if I can at least see him coming, I think the only chance he ever has is if I if I sleep. So if I have all the money I'd ever need, I think I could fly and sleep in private jets or maybe even in pods. Maybe so I would have to just worry about like do the daredevil submersion tank where I sleep in a pod. Either way, uh, the question remains. I think I would. I think with all the money in the world, as long as I get like at least, at least a day's head start on it, I think I could. Yeah, you'd always have to keep moving. But you know what? There are worse fates in life. There's an appeal to that. There is. There's an appeal to always having to be out and about and doing things. I think that just leads to an exciting life. Absolutely. I think that this is definitely a yes. And it leads to a very exciting life, especially if I have all the money in the world to to entertain myself myself while on the run. It's not like I'm on the run for criminal reasons, and eventually it will I will run out of resources and then have to resort to eating my own shoes. This is just if ever the snail catches up to me, you know what? I've lived an exciting life, so that's I would say yes, I would. It, it, I'm sure it'd be different if it was a lion. Uh, yes, that's true too. A snail, <laughs> I just would I I would only worry about maybe being poisoned to death or something. I don't even know. All right. My would you rather. Very good question, David. My would you rather. Would you, or excuse me, would you rather want to be alerted by a higher power slash being that you have accomplished the greatest achievement of your life whenever that should be, or be the person that is directly responsible for someone else accomplishing a landmark historical achievement that you will never be recognized for your part in. The, you know, this comes in many different forms, like the Virgin Mary or Joseph probably being the poster child for this. Maybe the spinal disease and deaf afflicted people in Dr. Joseph Mortimer Granville's life who were originally intended to be cured by what we now lovingly have come to know as the vibrator. Or perhaps uh, the man who said aloud, Boy, do I love this burrito, but I just wish there was an Americanized version of this with bacon and eggs. Wait, so I'm confused. Would I rather... So would you rather just be alerted by a higher power slash being that you, David Hoffman, have accomplished the greatest achievement of your life, whenever that should be, or 
Be the person that is directly responsible for someone else accomplishing a landmark historical achievement. Being the person who birthed the person who cures cancer. But you'll never be like known as the person for you to be playing a part in it. All right. So like the accomplishment well, why of your is the, life. Why is the, the accomplishment why of your is life. the higher power alerting me? Why is what's that got to do with it? I just think so that otherwise it's it's just it's just to be known that it is a a a person who would know who has intimate knowledge of your life and things that are to come that you have accomplished the greatest achievement of your life. Oh, oh, no, no, I don't want that. I think I think I would rather birth or like be responsible or like the other option, basically someone who does something amazing like cure cancer. That would be my choice. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I've always thought of the concept of the Virgin Mary as interesting where, or even, I guess, like I said, Joseph, where the main role in history that you are recognized for is birthing, in theory, the most important person of all. In theory. In theory. <laughs> On the theme of our Alien Space Jam podcast this week, our once more is... Essentially, after the aliens have left, what will life be like for us? Us, the victors, the champions of the world, we saved your lives. What will life be like for us now? And so Phil and I have both prepared some questions for one another about our lives after, after Post saving the, the world. the triathlon of the world. Yeah. Yes. Um, So my first question for you, David, you've won the war for us against the aliens. Huzzah. Thank you so much, Hoffman. You are now, you are now, yes, the marvel of, of the world. The movie studios, David, they come at you. They are thirsty for you and they want to make a Mm. biographical film about your life. Which movie studio do you pick? And would you demand to star in it or hand cast who plays you? Well, that's a good question. That is a very, very good question. So first question, which studio? Which studio? I think I would want... You got a fair amount. So for the listener Disney, who's not Disney as familiar... Disney just does way too much. Yeah, there's Disney... But I want Disney. it to be one of the big, big studios, I think, because, I mean, a blockbuster like that deserves... Of course. ...a ridiculous studio budget. I think I'm going to go with Warner Brothers. Okay. And I think I want Christopher Nolan to direct it. And yes, as much as I hate the idea of people playing themselves in the movie about them, I would want to play me. Fair enough. <laughs> Ain't yeah. nobody going to do it better. All right. So it is It is you. You wouldn't want... Uh, yeah. I, I was wondering if you would, you would cast, oh, I don't know. Denzel, and then you would just be like a, a walking person with a with a, with a role in there, but but okay. okay. Either either I got to star in it or I got to direct it or something. No, you no. have to have a part in it. I okay. think I got to star in it. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Your your question. So, what will be your first meal after you successfully defeated the aliens? And keep in mind, it could be anything. The world is at your in your debt. This is actually very hard because I don't know whether or not to go full bougie. And just say, like, I don't know, filet mignon and lobster. Whether I go and go, like, to my heritage roots and go Italian. Or if I just completely fly in the and spit in the face of, like, I just create uh, accomplish the greatest feat the world has ever known and save the world and eat dairy, of which I have sworn off. 
because there's a lot of good stuff in the dairy world. There so, is. There is. I think if I have now the option, I saved the world and everybody's eternally in my debt, I think I would go a steak. I think I would go steak and lobster and mashed potatoes. That's the meal that I would eat. And Caviar? I, would, I don't know. I've never had caviar. I don't think I would. I don't. I mean, it literally costs like a tiny little jar mm-hmm. like this. I know the listeners can't see me. It's, it's a small jar. It will cost like a thousand euros. Yeah, think Something of that was, the, that's the, what, like real, like real actual real ca- caviar is like a thousand euros for like a hundred grams, which is not a lot. Yeah, I think I think I, I maybe I'll try it. I I'd try it as much as anything else, but I I don't think I'd actually. I don't think I wouldn't proactively do it. I just go sit at like the number one restaurant in the world, wherever that may be, and and have them cater. Frankly, to me. Phil. I know your tastes. I don't think you'd like caviar. I don't think I'd like it either, but I'd, I'd try it. <laughs> Do I get points for saying I'd try it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I, I respect at least that you would try it. Yes. I would. Okay. My second question here, David, how would you monetize your success specifically in branding? Would you do the shack and sign on with every brand under the sun or try to create your own brand and sell whatever you would like to sell? Oh, I think I'd create my own. I don't know what I would sell, but... Yeah, I like the idea of creating my own line or something, my own whatever, my own sure clothing or yeah, just people people want to dress like me. It'll be a first. <laughs> but You're yeah, no, I think I would create my own. Okay, Phil, very similar to your first question, would you write an autobiography or would you have maybe someone else write it for you? And this is the crucial one. What would be the title of your autobiography? No, I would not write it myself. I would, I forget what it is. It's, uh, what, what's the form where it's, it's spoken by me. I would have somebody write it for me, but I would be like, they would be interviewing me, talking to me and have my permission to, to, to go through and, and talk about everything. What, what would that be? What, what's oh, that? I, don't again? Know. I forget. I have no idea what that's called. Yeah. It, it, so it, I would have a heavy hand in, in doing it. I, w- I would certainly approve it. Uh, but Damn, what I is would that not, called? I forget I what that's called. The listener probably knows. Yeah, we sound real smart right now. Please. DM us. Yes, please. So I would do that, and I'd I'd go to somebody of note, somebody worthy. Maybe shoot. Stephen King. I don't know if I want that. That <laughs> I don't know if I want that direction on it to where it's like, and chapter two, and that's the last time he ever saw macaroni and cheese ever again, ever. And then like it comes back in chapter. I don't even know. Like I don't want to. I scary. think the macaroni and cheese would try to. Murder you. Yeah, that's probably in Stephen would. King's in Stephen King's novelization. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I would have somebody interview me and do the hard work and actually write it. Yes, I would have them do it. Uh, what would the name be called? I think I honestly think it would be called "Filled with Laughter" with my name. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic! Yes. I love it. There's nothing like that for my name, unfortunately. Just a little Hoff. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Just a little, just a little Hoff the top. Sure, sure. My last question here, David. Who would be the first celebrity you would want to use your newfound clout to meet? Get you into some pretty big rooms that you that you Ooh. want saving the world, David. Oh, I guess I might have to say. Oh, <laughs> she's taken though, Ana de Armas. I do, I do have. Is she a taking? Huge crush. I know that she and yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, she's dating broke Ben up. Affleck. No, no, they broke up. Oh, they broke up? <gasps> Dude, what the hell? Where have you been, man? Dude, I ben do a- follow her on Instagram. So, what but then the again, hell? she's not going to publicly. Dude, I don't read the e news. I read the news about 
like actual world events and about I rugby. Do? Hold on, hold on, no, 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 hold on. You think I do? It's it, it's almost impossible to escape my purview that not only did they break up, like that that I can understand and forgive you with, but the reason why I know that they broke up is because Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are dating. They're back together. Whoa. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes, that's where I'm like, where the hell have you been? What rock are you living under, Patrick? My God. So I don't know if she's dating wow. anybody. She very well could be, but I just know that she's definitely not dating Ben Affleck. Well, then, then you know my answer. <laughs> yes, I. Yes, I. Hands I see. down. Hands down. Hand, not, wait, ar- not Armageddon. Oh down. <laughs> Clever. Oh, I just there was someone else I was thinking of. You want to go like world leader? You know, I don't know. Maybe no Obama. No. Oh, I you know Obama would be like second on my list. I think. I thought the I thought, Obamas. That's that's where I thought that you were gonna you were gonna choose. I think if Nelson Mandela were still alive, I might have picked him. What about but Morgan Freeman? Not, unfortunately, <laughs> next best thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> just because of no. in reference to our 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 films of last. As week, a man. young single man, the first thing on my mind is Ana de Armas. <laughs> Your last question here, David. I'm just reading my last question, and and maybe. Maybe this is in the wrong spirit. What are you going to do with the alien prisoners of war? Well, I guess the real question becomes, are you uh, are you empathetic enough to, I, I would dare say naive enough, to let allow them to live and return to their home or, or their whatever they came from and possibly try again, create the sequel that nobody wants? Mm. Or do you allow the government... Or put in your two cents to say, governments of the world, we will allow you to dissect them for the betterment of our civilization. I'm sure dissecting them all it around is will... a moral dilemma for sure. But don't forget, they did try to invade and enslave us. I, I would have to believe, this is my thought, that if they came here of their own volition, that they are then considered hostiles... That they came here with the intents and that they are the warrior force of their civilization, meaning they know they at least knew what they signed up for. So for the betterment of our of our world to help us get into the space race that is probably now coming for our home world, I would have to say science. Mm. Science. I would look away and hold my nose, but I would say science. science. <laughs> It has come time for the most exciting part of pretty much any episode, and that is the game. And given that this this episode was mostly about aliens, I thought we should bring on my sister, Sabrina. (laughs) Now, how how do you make that connection? Game guest. (laughs) Because... She's out of this world. Ah, there we go. There we go. Nice save. <laughs> Sabrina, it is it is wonderful to make your acquaintance once more. Welcome back to Powwow. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Again. Yes, of course. Uh, now, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but last time you were here, Sabrina, we did indeed get to know you a little bit with three questions, correct? Uh, I think so, yes. I, be- I believe so. Yes. I think you were amongst the first that we incorporated that change into. Uh, so, yes. I remember distinctly, Phil, you accused me of making up the question on the spot. Uh, after we've done recording, and that wasn't true at all. I remember having to defend myself. 
Ah, uh, yes, post-production. I, I kept my accusations uh, and my witch hunt until afterwards, but you're right, I, I remember this now. Uh, however, we uh, we will continue to do so, Sabrina, because really, how three questions is not enough to get to know a person, so we'll add three more. Uh, since, since you are David's sister and guest, for the purposes of this episode, I get two questions, he gets one. I'll start out with my first question here, Sabrina. Uh, we can luckily say that this isn't the case, because I have seen through the gram that you have an adorable baby but how much if at all was it a real concern for you that you would have an ugly baby oh not at all i mean <laughs> see i would are, be we are beautiful we are beautiful people right no that's true that's right, true David? Uh, yeah, yes the, i mean the hoffmans are are a, a, an attractive bunch let me we, tell you we are. We have exquisite genes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I just think even if it was, even though there would be no reason for it, I would just be considerably nervous that my child would look like a an 80-year-old man whenever they popped out or or just uh, just just some abhorrent trait that I would just have to deal with. Well, I mean, all babies look like spuds when they come out. So That's I mean, fair. That's fair. I mean, they get prettier as they get older. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right, Hoffman, your first question. My question, my only question is, what was the highlight on your trip to Thailand a couple years ago? The highlight of my trip to Thailand probably had to be having, I mean, a, a, mostly a, a beach to ourselves, practically. That was amazing. I mean, it, it looked like a postcard. And that, that was amazing. So you guys had a beach to yourselves. Did you guys, did you guys like rent a... I don't know, like uh, on the beach or, or did you guys go to a nude beach and nobody else was there? What, what What's the story of this beach? <laughs> no, no. I mean, there were other people there. It was just not many people. So it almost felt private, if you know uh, what I mean. I see. I see. Yes. You guys went on a on a day where nobody else was interested. And those are the best where you can have a, a moment alone, but in something that is so gloriously beautiful. That's cool. All right, uh, my last question for you, Sabrina. What is one trait of yours that you wish your child will possess in their life? I I think I'm very empathetic. Uh, I'm very sensitive and I'm very empathetic. And and I I think that's a good quality to have. So I hope that she she gets that. I, I should say that that's a quality that the world should need and desire more than ever. Thank you, Sabrina. We will now go to the game here. Uh, the game, because Space Jam, of course, was uh, incorporated into our main topic, really, I thought, well, what, what, what is that story really about? Basketball. So I wanted to incorporate a game that invokes around basketball. Now, for any of our hoop heads out there that do play basketball, they're familiar with the, the term in the game 21. Of course, it's a game where infamously you have to get to 21 before your opponent scoring one-on-one against them, such as the case as we will do here now as well. Of course, 21 is the score and the goal, but you need to win against your opponent by three. So say David gets to 21, but Sabrina, of course, has 20 points. Then he needs to keep going until he at least gets 23 points to a deficit of her 20 or vice versa, whatever it shall be. That is goal number one of this game. Now, there are three ways to score in order to get to 21 points. There's a two point shot. There's a three-point shot, and then there's a foul slash free throw line uh, that we will incorporate. First of all, the two-point shots. Those will be trivia questions that we get multiple choice uh, answers to. 
three-point shots. We get to fill in the blank, so they make them a little bit harder. And of course, free throws, if you uh, get fouled by your opponent the moment that they say uh, whether they want to take a two-point or a three-point shot, you will then have to do a list uh, for whatever genre the person keeping score says, and you will have one second more than the attempts you have. So if the, let's say Sabrina attempts a two-point shot, David fouls, then she gets three seconds to list two things off of a list. For instance, name types of bugs that you would find in a house. You would get three seconds, one, two, three, to list two bugs, ant and cockroach, or something that you can find, or whatever, scorpions, whatever's in your house. I won't judge. So those are the types of scoring systems that we have in play. I know it's a bit much, but trust me, I think we will all be the better for it once we start playing. It will become a little bit easier. David, will you allow me to go first to authorize and be the overseer of a game between you and your sister? Yes. Phenomenal. All right. Please. Since our guest Sabrina is here joining us, I will naturally go with her to be the first person to select her shot. Sabrina, will you go with a two-point or a three-point shot attempt? Um, I think I'm going to start uh, with a two-point Two-point. All right. That shot. means you. Fantastic. You get a multiple-choice question. Here we go. What geothermal Icelandic site has the same name as a 1980 movie? Is it A, Xanadu, B, The Shining, C, Heaven's Gate, or D, The Blue Lagoon? Xanadu, The Shining, Heaven's Gate, The Blue Lagoon. Oh, my goodness. Wow. D? She goes D, The Blue Lagoon, and that is indeed the answer. She gets two points. Simple as that. We go next to David. David, two or a three-pointer? I am going to take a two-pointer as well. All right, Start David. Easy. Absolutely. Which European country technically shares a border with Brazil because one of its uh, quote-unquote overseas departments does? Is it A, Germany, B, Belgium, C, France, or D, Great Britain? C, France. Final answer. Absolutely. France because of French Guinea. Fun fact, Cayenne Pepper is named after Cayenne, the capital of French Guinea. There we go. You guys are tied at two apiece. <laughs> You like that? You like the little... <laughs> Do you want to say it, say it one more time? French Guinea. Sabrina, uh, mm. I hope you are enjoying <laughs> this game as much as I obviously am. Uh, you get to go next. Would you like to go two-point or three-point attempt? Oh, I think I'll try a three-point, Phil. In what year was the first ever Wimbledon championship held? Oh, my goodness. I'll give oh, you a hint. Crap. I feel like I'll be, I'll be fair and give you a hint on these two ones. Uh, it is below the year 1900. Oh, really? Has it been going on that long? Yeah, yeah. Okay. According to my research. 1896. So close, but not really. 1877 is the answer we were looking for. David, <laughs> we go to you. A two-pointer or a three-pointer? I'm also going to try a three-pointer, although I'm nervous because that sounded... I did not know the answer to that question. So. <laughs> HG is the chemical symbol of which element? HG is the chemical symbol of mercury. And he is correct. A three-pointer in Aww. and attempted right there. We go back to you, Sabrina. What? I like that question much better, Phil. I'm, I'm <laughs> going off of the list. I have no proximity. <laughs> Trust me, if I was to fix this, Sabrina, you would be ahead of the curve here. So, um, Thanks, Phil. <laughs> yes, trust me. A two-pointer or a three-pointer, Sabrina? 
Oh, should I be brave? I think I'm going to go with another three-pointer. I'll be brave. Phenomenal. Which email service is owned by Microsoft? Wow, I'm going to sound really stupid here because I know nothing about computers and technology. Um, Gmail? <laughs> the answer we were looking for is Hotmail. David, back to you. Two-pointer or three-pointer? I'll take a two. What finger-licking-good company piloted a chicken-flavored nail polish? Is that A, Church's Chicken, B, KFC, C, Popeye's, or D, Mary Brown's? I don't know if, if the finger-licking-good is supposed to throw me off or if it's supposed to be a little hint, but I'm going to say KFC. Final answer, he goes. And, Final answer. And that is indeed correct. KFC is the answer. The polish came in two colors, original and hot and spicy, and was exclusively available in Hong Kong. So with the score right now of seven to two david leads but we go back to sabrina sabrina where are you going to go i think i'm gonna to go to a, a two-pointer phil i think i need to you need some easy points i understand yeah, i do trivia question number four in the two-point category in printing it's the color black in chemistry it's potassium in baseball it's a strikeout which letter is it is it a k b r c t or DX. I'll just go over the letters because that can be somewhat confusing. K, R, T, or X. And you said potassium, right? Yes. K. And that is absolutely correct. She gets back on the board with a two-pointer. So again, now we are at four to seven. David, we go back to you. I am going to go for a two. What Scottish poet's work inspired the book titles of Mice and Men and Catcher in the Rye? Is it A, Robert Louis Stevenson? B, Robert Burns, C, James Hogg, or D, Walter A. Alva Scott. A, Robert Louis Stevenson, B, Robert Burns, C, oh. James Hogg, D, Walter Alva Scott. Sabrina probably knows the answer to this. I do I know have, the answer to this. I have absolutely no idea, but there's a, rug, a Scottish rugby player who has the last name Hogg, so I'm going to go with Hogg. And you are absolutely incorrect. It is B, Robert <laughs> Burns. Robert. They actually, fun fact, they actually have a Burns Day in Scotland. Ooh, look at that. Trivia for trivia, right back at yeah, you. Yeah, you're supposed to eat, they say haggis, neeps, and tatties, which is haggis, turnips, and potatoes. I was going to say, I very much am interested in whatever the tatties are of that. <laughs> um, uh, we move along uh, with, again, it's with... not tatas, Phil. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, you're right, you're right. Just relax. Uh, David has a score of seven. Sabrina has a score of four. But it is her time to attempt a shot here. Two-pointer or three-pointer? Oh, I'm going to go with another two-pointer. Two-pointer. What Indian mausoleum was called a, quote, teardrop on the cheek of time, end quote, by Nobel Prize in Literature laureate Rabindranath Tagore? Goodness gracious. A, the Tomb of Cyrus. B, the Taj Mahal. C, the Tomb of Jahangir. Or D, Hamayun's tomb. Please don't make me say those again. A, B, C, or B, or D. Well, it would just be a stab in the dark. So I'm going to go with a, with a Taj Mahal. And you are absolutely correct. You're back oh, on fun. the board. Yes. Uh, now you are six to seven. But again, we go to David. David, two pointer or three pointer. I'm going to try my luck at a three pointer. All right. Which country produces the most coffee in the world? I am going to hazard a guess and say Colombia. The answer we were looking for is Brazil. Brazil. Oh. All, right. All right. Sabrina, two-pointer or three-pointer? 
Okay, I'm going to be brave and go for a three-pointer. In which city was Jim Morrison buried? Boston. We're looking for Paris. Paris, actually. Okay. David, we go European to European city then. Yes, yes. David? I would like a three-point question, please. Which song by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee has the most views of all time on YouTube? I'm going to guess Despacito. You are correct. Another three-pointer. We now have a score of 10 to 6 in favor of David. Sabrina? I'm going to go with another two-pointer, Phil. I'm just not feeling these three-pointers. Which letter is omitted from the names of a prominent GBTQ plus dating app? A website that hosts over 465 million blogs and many other tech brands. Is it A O B E C X or D I? Again, just the letters themselves. O E X I. O? The answer we were looking for was E in instance of Grinder and Tumblr, both missing those E's. Uh, okay, I think I, I didn't understand the question. Uh, that was a that was a tough one there. Uh, David, we go back to you. Yes, I would like a two-point question, please. All right. In 2010, in a 2010 study, rather, people found more mistakes when they marked essays with a pen of what color? A, blue, B, red, C, green, or D, black? Blue, red, green, or black? I think it is red. And the answer is, red just is-, is absolutely correct. It is indeed red. We now have a score of 12 to 6. Sabrina, we go back to you. I'll take another two-point question, Phil. What actor said, if you had been a public figure since the time you were a toddler, maybe you too would value privacy above all else? Was that A, Leonardo DiCaprio, B, Jodie Foster, C, Shirley Temple, or D, Daniel Radcliffe? Was it Shirley Temple? It was not. It was actually B, Jodie Foster. Okay. And we go back to you, David. I would like a two-point question, please. Two-point question. Which has more landmass, Antarctica or Canada? Oh, Canada's, there's a lot of, it's deceptive because there's a lot of islands and it's very broken up. I'm going to say, with no confidence whatsoever, Antarctica? You are correct. It is plus two to you, making our score 14 to six. Back to you, Sabrina. It's not looking good for me, Phil, is it? It's not. Also, remember, you do have the option to foul at any point, although you aren't in the danger zone yet because those are easier questions. Those are easier lists. They only they only require speed. Right. Okay. Well, you know what, Phil? Why not? I'm going to have a three-point question. A three-point question. Excellent decision. What was the first state in oh, in the United States? Goodness. Wow. <laughs> I haven't the foggiest. I'll give you a hint. Think east. <laughs> <laughs> was it New York? It is actually Delaware, what we were looking for. Delaware. I would never have guessed Delaware. Neither would never, I. Never, never. Neither would I. Uh, David, we go back to you. I will also take a three-point question. Three-point question. What is the capital city of Spain? Madrid. And he is correct. 
plus three. And I swear to you, Sabrina, I know what it's looking like. I swear to the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ, this is not what I want in the, in the foggiest or in the slightest. It's really not looking good, Phil. No, it's not. And David holds a commanding lead, 17 to six. Sabrina, we're back to you. Another two point question. Another two point. All right. What princess was traditionally called Badur al Badur before Disney renamed her? Was it A, Belle, B, Anna, C, Jasmine, or D, Ariel? Oh, I feel like it has to be Jasmine. And you are correct. She's back on the board here, now getting to a score of eight with that two pointer made. So we are at eight to 17. David, back to you. I will take a two-point question. A two-point question. In Swedish, a skvater is a rabbit with what unusual feature? A skvater. A, it has wings. B, glasses. C, leotard. (laughs) Or D, giant hands. Wings, glasses, leotard, or giant hands. Is this, I'm guessing this has to be a, a mythological rabbit? I think it is a rabbit with giant hands. And uh, shot in a miss, it is actually Wings. The fictional creature was created in 1918 by taxidermist Rudolf Granberg. We're back to you, Sabrina. I'm going to try another two-point question, Phil. Fantastic. Makeup artist Joanna Balkin says she needed 40 bottles of sunscreen per month to protect what 1990s TV show's cast from sunburns. Was it A, Law & Order, B, Beverly Hills 90210, C, Dawson's Creek, or D, Baywatch? I'm going to guess Baywatch. She's going to guess Baywatch, and a fantastic guess as it is, it is indeed Baywatch. Back to you, David, with a score of 17 to now 10 for Sabrina, catching up slowly but surely. I will take a two-point question. All right. In 2017, the site Bachtrack com determined the 10 most performed ballets in the world. What composer gave us three of them, including the first? Was it A, Leo Delibis, B, Sergei Prokof- Prokofiev, excuse me, uh, C, Peter Eliak Tchaikovsky, or D, Jean <laughs> Madeleine Schneidschaffer? Good Lord. <laughs> You know, Phil, could you read them again for I, me, I really, I really want to say, f*** you. Uh, Leo Delibis, Sergei... No, I'm kidding. Please okay. don't. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm offending so many nationalities. Please. You are, you are. Um, I think I'm going to go, I couldn't possibly say their names again. I can't even remember. I have no idea what the answer is. So I'm just going to go with the number, the second one. The second one, uh, that would be B, and you are incorrect. We were actually looking for answer C, the most fun one to say, Peter Eliak Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky, absolutely. Yeah. All right, here did we you go. you know that, Sabrina? I did. It's funny, isn't it, how, how something you can say, oh, God, I wish I got that question, and then the other person's like, I have no idea. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina, two-pointer or three-pointer? The three-pointer? What is the painting La Giosanda? More usually known as. Sorry, could you say that again, Phil? Good Lord. Uh, what is the painting La Giosanda more usually known as? I don't know. For the interest of the, of the listeners, let's do a foul. Fantastic. All right. So, Sabrina, since you were fouled on a three-point attempt, you mm. get four seconds to list up to three within this category. Are you ready? I will count you down, 
and then we'll ask you what you said afterwards. Are you ready? Hold on. Am I getting the category before you start counting? Or Yes, I will give you the category and then okay. I will count immediately after. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. List names of types of birds. One, two, Sparrow, three, uh, pigeon, four. and dove. She got it in. All three. She got it in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so plus three. Yep. We are now at 13 to 17 in interest of David, who now takes over. Oh, oh, oh. Right. I should mention, by the way, that three-point attempt, the painting is more usually known as the Mona Lisa. La Giosanda, or Leo Gioconda. I, you know, it came to mind, Phil, the Mona Lisa, but I thought it can't possibly be that obvious. Yeah, I don't, I, again, these three pointers, I hold no, I hold no, I just go down the list. There is no mind or difficulty associated with them. They are easy or not. I don't know. Anyways, we go back to David. Uh, Which attempt would you like to go with? I would like a two point attempt, please. A two point attempt. The three actors who starred as Magneto, Iron Man, and Doctor Strange have all played what other character? Is it A, James Bond, B, Basil Fawlty, C, Ebenezer Scrooge, or D, Sherlock Holmes? It's... I didn't know that Ian McKellen had played Sherlock Holmes, but by process of elimination, the other two both have, so I'm going to say Sherlock Holmes. And you are correct, plus two. Actually, I believe he was nominated for a couple things for that role. It's quite good. It came out rather recently. It's about a Sherlock Holmes who goes through Alzheimer's. Oh, uh, yes, it's, wow. it's it's actually quite enthralling. Wow. I, I must admit. Wow. All right, Sabrina. Did Wilson ever play Sherlock Holmes? I'm sure he did on, on the stage, I'm sure. Uh, oh, 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 oh. In Shanghai Nights, there's that moment where he actually. Oh like, my gosh! He's yes. At the party, yeah. And someone says, "Oh, name, sir," and he goes, he like looks and he's like Sherlock, and he looks somewhere else and he sees like Holmes and he's like Holmes, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Jesus. So there, there you go. There you go. He actually did. Wow. Wow. Sabrina. Wow, David. <laughs> Sabrina, with the score of thirteen to David's now nineteen. You are in danger. I would I would suggest for the gamesmanship to go for yet another three-pointer. Oh, but Phil, I tend to lose the three-pointers more often than not. I understand. I understand. If you're looking for respectability, you can go for the two-pointer, but... I, I'm going to have to. Uh, just, you know... Absolutely. All right, so I'm for... I'm taking the coward's way out, but, you know... It's all right. For uh, this next one, for a two-pointer. So far, which has been the only FIFA World Cup host not to make it out of the group stage? Is it A, Sweden, B, Mexico, C, United States, or D, South Africa? Once more, it is A, Sweden, B, Mexico, C, United States, or D, South Africa? It's not South Africa. Is it the United States? Actually, the answer we were looking for was indeed South Africa in 2010. I thought they, uh, you know what, I'm just showing my ignorance here, so I'm I'm going to pipe down. It's all right. It's all right. We go back to David. David, you are 19 points. Where would you like to go here? I suppose it only makes sense to go for a two-point question. Absolutely. And with If you get this correctly, you shall indeed win our first rendition ever of 21. Here we go. Worldwide, which is the most commonly transplanted organ from living donors? Is it A, the kidney, B, the colon, C, the stomach, or D, the gallbladder? Last I checked, the gallbladder is mostly useless, so I'm, I have to say kidney must be the answer. And ring-a-ding-ding, he has indeed reached 21 points with the answer of the kidney, and we have our first victor. Congratulations, David. Woo. 
Yay. Oh, I'm Phil, a, you I'm know a... I have to spend time with him now that he's won that, right? I, I understand. <laughs> I, again, I wish I could have put the fix in here, Sabrina, but unfortunately, David will be insufferable both virtually for me and in person with you. I apologize for all who have to endure this. <laughs> So now time for my rendition of the very same 21-point game. What did you call it, Phil? Just 21. for it? No, just 21. Just 21? Yeah. Wow, so creative. Absolutely. All right, who did you, who started for you? Sabrina did. for you? Sabrina did. Okay, we'll, we'll start with Sabrina again or... Yeah, all right. Sabrina, would you like a two-pointer or a three-pointer? Uh, I'm going to take a two-pointer, David. Which of these restaurant chains does not rank in the global top ten? Is it Starbucks, Chipotle, Domino's Pizza, or Dunkin' Donuts? Oof. Sorry, it was Starbucks, Chipotle. Starbucks, Chipotle, Domino's, or Dunkin' Donuts? Domino's? No, we were looking for Dunkin' Donuts, as wrong oh. as that is, as <laughs> tragic and sinful as that is. Dunkin' Donuts deserves to be top 10. Domino's, meh. All right, so no points there. Phil, would you like a two-pointer or a three-pointer? I'd like to start out like Steph Curry. Let's go with a three-pointer. All right. Which modern-day European country was the first to reach a population of five million? Let's go with France. Unfortunately, the correct answer was Italy, so mm. no points. Still zero-zero. Sabrina, two-pointer or a three-pointer? I'll go with a three-pointer. How many points is the letter B worth in English Scrabble? Ooh, ooh. Oh, I think I know this. I believe it's worth worth either three or four points. I'm going to go with three. Three is correct. Three points (gasps) for you as well, Sabrina. A three on a three-point question. I see you, David. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Was not my intention. Phil, we go to you. What would you like? I would like the exact same question as Sabrina. Not a (laughs) three-pointer, just the exact same question. But if in in less of that, I'll take a three-pointer. Okay. What is the the maximum number of points that you can score from a single throw in darts? Oh, uh, which would be a bullseye. It's I want to say 50. Let's go with 50. It's not a bullseye, actually. Oh. It would be a triple 20, which is 60 points. Good damn a bullseye it. is worth 50, but unfortunately you get that question wrong, Phil. Darn it. Sabrina, what would you like? Um, I'll go with another three-point question, David. For what was Anton Chekhov best known? The Russian whiz kid? Was that from Star Trek? Sorry, is, that, is, no, <laughs> is that your answer? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, you know what? Go, go I'm going to go with that. <laughs> no, that, that's incorrect. <laughs> Anton Chekhov was a, was a playwright. Oh. oh I thought it was going to be... I ch- just... Yeah. What was the, the, the kid, the character from Star His Trek? His last name was Chekhov, I think. It was but, Chekhov. Yeah, yikes. But I think it was Yuri, Yuri Chekhov. So wait, uh, nah. David, would Chekhov's bell, would that have been an acceptable answer in, with that question? No. No. Okay, just curious. I don't, I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Luckily, that's, anyway, not relevant. Fair go enough. Go on, Phil. I will go with a two-pointer for my next scoring attempt. What animal is often used to symbolize Russia? Is it a wolf, a stag, a bear, or an orca? One of the only things that are similar to California uh, and Russia, we're going to go with a bear. A bear is correct, and you get two points, Phil. So the score is three to two. Sabrina, you're in the lead, and you get the next pick. What would you like? It was Pavel Chekhov, by the way. Ah, Sorry, just there point, you go. Point fact. 
I will take a two-pointer. Which of these countries does not border India? Is it China, Nepal, Afghanistan, or Myanmar? My, Myanmar, Myanmar, it depends whether you're from the UK or the US, but... Just to be clear... It be called Burma. Just to be clear, Sabrina, this, we're not... It's China? Well, you look through whatever device that you found, uh, what, Chekhov from a question <laughs> before, we're, that, that's not... How do you pronounce that? China, C-H-I... Phil, are you questioning my integrity? I no, I wouldn't dare. I just, I'm curious is, is all this. I have my baby monitor open on my phone for your information. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, God, my geography. Thanks, David. <laughs> um, China, oh, Nepal, Afghanistan, or former Burma, Myanmar? I'll go with that one. And that is incorrect. The correct answer was Afghanistan. In between India and Afghanistan is Pakistan. Phil, we go to you. We're going to go with a three-pointer. All right, three-pointer. What is the heaviest naturally occurring element? Jesus. Um, <laughs> I mean, I want to say something as stupid as silver, just because, like, I think... <laughs> but I'm, I I feel like it has to be something else. So what's, what's near? What about, like... What about, like... Carbon. Let's go with carbon. Why the why the f not? Carbon is actually super light. I love that. <laughs> the correct correct answer is uranium. Yeah, Uranus. And this is not going well for either of you. No, no, it's no, not. All right, failing. Sabrina. Right yeah. What can I do for you? <laughs> two points. Two points. Two points. Two points. Two points. Okay. Which of these countries did not take part in World War II? Oh, is it God, Ireland, it. Italy? Finland or Greece? Ireland. Correct. Well done. Um, Five points to you, two to you, my, Phil. My high school history teacher would have been so disappointed in me if I'd gotten that wrong. Yes. I think he's disappointed it took you so long. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, Phil, what do you want? Let's go uh, three-point attempt yet again. What is a group of owls called? Who the hell cares? <laughs> so if a sequel's a flock, then a group of owls should be considered... Jesus Christ, I don't know. So let's just go with the squadron. <laughs> <laughs> Valiant, but unfortunately wrong. A group of owls is called a parliament. Actually, you know what? In some dark recess of my mind, I didn't know that. That sounds familiar. All right, Sabrina, the score is five to two. You have the lead. You get the next pick. I'll go with three-point question. All right, so what is the most populous island in the United States? Oh, come on. I'm sorry, in what? The most populous island in the United States. In the United States. That is a part of the land owned by the United States, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Phil's laughing at me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just... It's it, funny because I feel like if, if we had flipped everything, and each, yes. you guys would be getting so many more right because you guys seem to be getting the opposite of the questions you should be getting. Yes. Any inkling, yes. Sabrina? No. I, none. I, I, I Take keep a thinking guess. This is, I keep thinking this is easy, but then my brain's like, is this a trick question? Hawaii? Oh, good guess. There is, well, one of the islands of Hawaii is called Hawaii, I believe, but no. Uh, Long Island, New York yeah. is the most populous island yeah. with uh, almost 7.6 million people. Obviously, everyone in Brooklyn and Queens is living in on Long Island. All right, Phil, you you next. 
I will go with a three-pointer. Eventually, I'm going to make one of these. Eventually. Phil, <laughs> I know you're going to hate this. What are the colors of the Greek flag? I'll give you a hint. There are two. Greek. Actually, I don't think I hate you for this. I think this is blue and white. Oh, correct. Well done. God bless well it done. all. Three points to you, sir. Thank God. It is tied up at 5-5. Five, five. Sabrina, what would you like? I'm going to attempt another three-pointer. What instrument is Louis Armstrong best known for playing? Is it the saxophone? It is not. The correct answer was trumpet. Trumpet, trumpet, trumpet. The score <sighs> remains 5-5. Five, five. I, I got to pull ahead Phil? here. Plus three since we're tied. I, th I feel confident now. <laughs> uh, which planet in the solar system revolves backwards compared to Earth? Oh, oh. Let's go with Neptune. Unfortunately, the correct answer was Venus. Venus is the correct answer we were looking for. Number Sabrina, six on the power rankings of planets. Mm. I'll take a two-point question, David. What is the most densely populated U.S. state? The uh, options are <laughs> Connecticut, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Maryland. Really? What is it with the U.S. geography? <laughs> Just a um, lot to be said. New Jersey. To stab Correct. the dark. Correct. Oh, dang. Well yeah, there we go. Eight. Three points to you. You now stand at eight. Wait, no, no, no. Go back to you. No, no, no. That was a two-pointer. Oh, that's two points. That was a two-point yeah. point question. Come on now. You're right. Seven points to you, Sabrina. Phil, we go back to you. What would you like? I'm going to go with uh, a two. I want to stay par with the course here. An elephant named Dakshayani was the oldest elephant to have ever lived that we know of. How old was he when he died in 2019? Was he 55, 66, 77, or 88? Nice. I'm going to go with either 77 or 88. I actually will go with, uh, I will go with 88. 88 is correct, and you get two points. You level the scores once again. You stand at seven apiece. Sabrina, we go back to you. I will take another, I will take a three-point question. Who is the founder of Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Correct. Three points to you. You now stand at ten points. We're picking up now. Phil, we go to, back to you. What would you like? Three-pointer for me, please. In which country was Hitler born? Adolf Hitler. Not any other Hitler. Yes, yes, of course. The the line of Hitlers, famous as they are. <laughs> I actually don't think he is naturally born German. I think he... Uh, let's go with Austria. Austria is correct. Yes. We level oh, the well scores done, once Phil. more. Ten apiece. And you guys aren't picking a lot of two-point questions. Uh, a shooter's going to shoot, man. I'll shoot for a two. Which of these animals does not appear in the Chinese zodiac? Platypus. Is it... <laughs> Phil, wait your turn. Damn it. Otherwise, I will deduct a point. Is it a dragon, a cat, a rooster, or a sheep? Sabrina. It, it, a cat. Cat is the correct answer. You move ahead two points. You now have 12. Phil, what would you like? You know what I'm going to like. Shooter's going to shoot. Give me a three. All right. What is the capital of Portugal? I would like a two-point question, please. <laughs> Freaking A, Portugal uh, uh, I feel like it's something weird, isn't it? Let's go with Lima Isn't it Lima or Lima? Uh, Lima is the capital of Peru uh, It also begins with a P But no, Portugal's capital is Lisbon mm. Lisbon also begins with an L So you were kind of 
close. <laughs> I was in the area. At least I didn't say like, uh, I don't, I don't like know, like Madrid or London. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina, we go back to you. What would you like? I will take another three. Who directed Jaws? Oh my God. This is your question, David. Uh, I even like it. I came up with this question. <laughs> <laughs> Phil is crying audibly. <laughs> the hell, uh, man? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. oh, hazard a guess. Name a director. I know of one director, and it's Steven Spielberg. Bricks, man. That is the correct answer. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Phil, are you in pain? Golly, man. Just give me a damn three, please. <laughs> what is the name of the lead character in Shakespeare's As You Like It? Which one? That's not Taming of the Shrew. The female, female character. I'll say that. I don't know. I'm going to go with Catherine with a K, if that matters. Catherine with a K is not correct. The correct <laughs> answer is Rosalind. Oh, wow. That was, wow. That was not, that wasn't going to happen. So Sabrina, we go back to you. What would you like? I'll take a two. Playing it safe. In what country is the Temple of Doom in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom? Is it Pakistan, Nepal, India, or Bangladesh? Is it India? It is India. Correct. You get two points. You're now at 17. Phil, you're still at 10. I am. Uh, we'll go I, back to you. Yeah, let's go with a three. Let's go with a three-pointer. Which country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the U.S.? That would be France. France. France is correct. Kind of, if you're going to pronounce it like that. Um, <laughs> Franz Guba. Congratulations. You get you get three points. Yeah, baby. S three points for you, for France. Sabrina, what would you like? We. Oui. I will take a three. In Greek mythology, who is the queen of the underworld and wife of Hades? Persephone. Very well done. Persephone is correct. Uh, you very have 20 nice. points. You need only one more. One more. Phil, we go back to you. Yes, I will go with I will go with a uh, a three point. That's my only hope here, really. What sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? Well, I would normally say Just soccer, but I I'm I'm going to go with football to be. I, I would have correct. accepted either. Okay, that's the correct answer. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. You get you get three points. You are now at sixteen. Sabrina, you need only one point. What will you have? Do you I'll want to rub it. it in with a three or? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be nice and just go with a two. Foul. All right. Foul. Sabrina, you need to name two and you will have three seconds to name two fruits. It's one, two. Sabrina, oh, well, are you there? <laughs> sorry. I didn't. Sorry. I wasn't. Uh, no, I wasn't there. Yeah, baby. All right. Yeah, baby. Well, Let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you you gift Phil the opportunity to client crawl back here. Phil. Right. I will take the plus. I will take the shot. Give me the shot in the corner with the three. Let's go, baby. What does NA stand for? Which which chemical element <sighs> has the symbol NA? Jesus Christ! I want to say the first one that came to mind was sodium. Oh, well done. Is it? done, Phil. Yes! Yeah, yes! 19 points. 19 points. Sabrina, we go back to you. Oh, crap. I have to get a three-pointer in order to win, don't I? Yes. No? Yes. Oh, okay. you do. That's yes, right. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. 
Okay, hit no, me no, with she, it. No, no, you only have to win by three, right? You have to win by three points. Yeah. So, if, but if she it's gets twenty to, tw- to nineteen, yes. So then, if she oh yes she gets to yes, that's true. Twenty-two with a two-pointer, then she will win. Oh, this that's is true. Okay, now great. I'm gonna take a two-pointer then. Foul. All right. <laughs> All right, another foul, Sabrina. Prepare yourself this time. I'm going to name the category. And David, just make sure to count afterwards. You gave a buffer there. I will count. Thank you. I I gave a buffer and I shouldn't have, but it made no no matter last time. Yes. This time I will not be so kind as to give you a buffer. Sabrina, you have three seconds to name two mammals. One. Dogs, cats. Three. And there it is. There Two they points are. to you. Nicely done. You. Nicely done. Oh, Sabrina. Nice try there, Phil. I, I, you know what? I, I gave you every single opportunity. I had, can I, can I ask this question? You know what? I'll give you both this question. I, is, I was just wait, waiting to answer, ask this question. Uh, which of the following cities in the U.S. lies the furthest west? Is it Reno, Nevada, San Diego, California, Los Angeles, California, or Spokane, Washington? Really? You're going to ask that question to both of us? Yeah, I think yes. I know it. So, Sabrina, go first. No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew he knew that. <laughs> I would go with Spokane. Uh, no, actually, Reno was the answer. Reno, oh. Nevada. Wow. Okay. Deceptively, further west than Los Angeles. Well, I, cool. I stand and I sit corrected. I have I have so many more questions that I'll save for the next time we play this game. <laughs> yes, a couple hundred or not, yes. All right, thank you so much for joining us, Sabrina. I very much appreciate it. I'm glad that you walk out of here a winner. I hate that it's against me, but yet and still, thank you for joining us today and being our guest. Thank you for having me. Phil, I will say it's it's much less satisfying to win against you than it would have been to win against David. I can He's so s- irritating. Yes, I, I can we say... We are th- even. Last time you beat me, <laughs> this time I beat you. That's true. We'll have to have you back fair. on, Sabrina, for a tiebreaker of sorts. Sounds good, Phil. And we'll talk all about Chekhov at that point. <laughs> <laughs> With that unfortunate event, we now have a score for me of 10 and 16. And David now has a record of 12 and 14 overall. Woo. You ever look across a golden pond and wonder to yourself, why does this slap so much? No. No, neither have I. As, <laughs> as we move along to our next segment, That Slaps, David, I had a, a contender... Our first TV show contender, but I won't tell you because it no, didn't make the list. We've had and TV shows. What do we have? Pretty sure. TV? Do we? I just don't have know. a list of those. I have a list of the movies and I have obviously the playlist of the songs, but we definitely, I've definitely brought a show. Oh, Ozark was one that mm. I brought. Ozark. Okay. And then Jake brought, when he did our That Slaps now, with of course, us, he, yes, because of course he did. The, the, the SNL episode with Elon Musk, that's the one he oh, brought. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do remember that. I guess it's not a show, but it's either an way. episode, but it's, still. It, it, it qualifies. Anyways, I uh, it was going to be one of one of our top newest uh, TV shows, but alas, I didn't because, like I said earlier in the, in the preface to this entire episode, I went to a wedding. The number one song, the one song that I actually was highly impressed by that will be at my wedding should, when, if that occurs, it will be Rasputin by Boney M. Have you ever heard the song, David? Yes, I've heard the song. <laughs> it's what, what shocked me. I didn't know this. 
I knew that there was a Just Dance version of that song. I didn't know that there was an actual dance that goes along to that song. I was shocked at that. There was a bunch of white people up there doing a dance that was very Celtic in nature and Russian. And I did not know what was going on. I loved the song. I found the song to be fantastic when I first heard of it. But I didn't know that there was a dance. I My number one goal in life now is to learn that dance and be the, the center of attention when I hear that in, in Weddings to Come. Rasputin by Boney M. That slaps. Very nice. Off theme, and I appreciate that on the rare occasion that Phil goes off theme. My That yeah. Slaps is also a song. It is called Nobody Praying For Me, and it is by Seether, who are a South African, or the main, the lead singer is South African originally, at least. I don't know if the rest of them are South African. But it is kind of a, a different genre to what we normally, what I normally bring on That Slaps. It is a little bit of a rockier vibe and I like it. It's a very good song. Even if you're not into rock music, you will possibly quite enjoy this song. So I recommend this. Nobody Praying For Me by Seether. That slaps. Thank you for sticking with us during this entire episode. I'm sure it's a longer one. We've slowly been getting longer and longer episodes here, David. But I think, and I hope... That's what she said? Jesus Christ. I think that... <laughs> uh, I, I think that it to the listeners would agree that it is for the betterment of the, of the episode. And it doesn't, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't come at the cost of the entertainment of the episode. So we hope that you enjoy it. We certainly did making it for you. So thank you for sticking with us. And with that, we've got some more thank yous and gratitude to dish out here. First off, thank you so much to Tara Amstutz for her graphical designs uh, that we use and incorporate everywhere, including on Instagram, all of our social media pages, and of course, wherever you found your your podcast today and are listening to us on. Uh, It is a beautiful image and we love it. Thank you so much, Tara. Of course, additionally, thank you to Josh Hans for his wonderful musical interludes in between uh, some of the segments here on the podcast. Thank you so very much. And thank you to Jake Corlang for his slap and bass line and to Cass and Crossland for the intro and outro music that you hear every single week on Pow Wow. Thank you guys. We couldn't do it without you. Of course, thank you again to you, the listening audience. We very much appreciate your joining us each and every week and listening to us wherever you find your podcasts whether that be Apple Podcasts Spotify Podcasts pretty much everywhere except for Pandora because screw you Pandora oh yeah a bear's got two weaknesses poison ivy and slapping slapping